Hello? Rebecca? Yeah? It's Tony and Ryan. We're wondering if you'll approve the podcast. Oh, my God, yes. Yes! yes! <laughs> Ryan never hears girls say, oh, my God, yes, so that's a real treat. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so much funnier if that wasn't true. So. <laughs> um, Rebecca, did you remember that we were calling? It sounded like you were shocked and didn't know what was happening. Oh, no, I did. I literally said to my husband, oh, my God, it's them. I'm going. And I was, like, running to a room, but I'm kind of injured. And so I was trying to, like, stumble my way into a room. And so I was like, oh, hello. And I was just waiting to hear something. And when I heard you guys, I was like, oh, my God, yes. What do you mean you're injured? What's what, yeah, what's happened? Are you okay? I'm okay. Long story short, I've been having a lot of bad luck. And I, um, you know how our Aussie screen doors are. I closed the door a bit too quickly and the corner of the screen door cut open the top of my foot. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I've had it happen many times, oh, many yeah. times. <laughs> that fucking swinging cross screen door, yeah. oh, getcha. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was fun. So I had a really good Tuesday night in the hospital waiting six hours to get this stitch. Oh, you but had to my, get stitched up. Oh, my up. God, you oh weren't mucking around. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, how many stitches? Five. So oh, my God. So it's kind of like a right shit. angle. I know, it's really bad. And to make it worse, so my husband and I got married April 9th, right? We are supposed to go on our honeymoon. We got COVID. We postponed it. So we're going on our honeymoon next Sunday. But I am injured. <laughs> but we're still going. Oh. I'm not postponing it again. Are you going to be able to swim and stuff? Like, are you going to, like, Fiji? You're like, oh, we've got a private cabana, but we can't actually go in the water? <laughs> well, we're going to Thailand. And, yes, we do have our own private pool. And I've bought all these, like, waterproof band-aids. So oh, I might, shit. like, get in the water and have one leg <laughs> out of the pool. <laughs> well, I've... I'm not missing. I saw someone when I was in, I lived in Thailand for about a year and I saw someone with a broken ankle. So they had their ankle in a cast. They were laying on their back on a lilo in the pool with their legs straight up. Um, But I mean, if you're going on your honeymoon, I don't need to encourage you to be laying laying on your back with your legs up any more than you could have. Literally. (laughs) Hey, it's Becca from Sydney and I approve this podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Tony and Ryan podcast. Welcome. Coming up today, creepy real estate agents slash who are the sleaziest of salespeople. There was a poll in the Tony and Ryan Facebook group between real estate, Mm -hmm. car sales, and then someone that I didn't expect to be added to the poll. And not only was it added, it was by far and away the leader. Like 200 votes, 200 votes, these people, thousands of votes. Really? And I didn't even think of it. Oh. So we'll get to that soon. Have you ever had like um, the MLM text message from an old girlfriend from school? So as a girl, right, because there's all of these like crazy MLM like makeup places. Yeah. And they go, hey, hun, how you going? Fonterra, is that one of them? Oh, yeah. Doterra is the oils. Yeah. And then there's another one. Fonterra. Fonterra. (laughs) It sounded like a weird car brand, like from back in the 80s. Are you driving the Fonterra 150? Yeah, you got the Fonterra. Nice one, mate. Yeah. 
and they're like, hey, hun, how are you going? Like, how have you been like, anyway? Yeah, how have you been? Oh, I'm selling fucking Alua cosmetics and fucking whatever. And you're like, oh, block. No, thanks. <laughs> I've heard a lot of this. Yeah, I've had that a few times. When they message you from out of the blue, it's like, wait for it, wait for it, yeah. wait for it. What have you been up to? Oh, not much. Just selling oils. Yeah. You're not an oil person as well, yeah. are you? <laughs> what are you up to? Oh, just running my own business and choosing my own hours. It's pretty good. <laughs> You know how they like make it sound really good. Yeah. You're like pyramid scheme. Yeah, they're actually awful. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm just busy being my own boss. I'm busy being my own boss. How much money uh, revenue have you got? Oh, millions. Yeah, but how much do you keep? Oh, about fourteen dollars a month. Yeah, it's pretty good. I get all the products for free, except then I have to pay for them as well. Yeah, so they're all free once you've paid. Yeah, so it's actually so good. Do you want to be one? Do you want to be a rep? Because I could probably help. If you wanted me to help. I mean, I could take you under my wing. I could help you out. Yeah, and I could take some commissions from you. (laughs) This sounds like we're actually trying to pull people into some weird, like, tarp scheme. Join the Patreon, though. (laughs) (laughs) It's free as long as you pay. Um, At KFC, they often offer you a free upgrade for a dollar. That's just smart, though. That's just good sense. Do you want do a you free want a- upgrade? Yeah, it's a dollar. Okay. Do you want a can of 7-Up or do you want... The bottle. The bottle. I want the bottle. Oh, it's free. It, Great. It's free for a dollar. a dollar. Yeah. That's actually a really good point. It's a fucking scam. I fucking... Actually, I won't say a word, a bad word about the dirty bird because they've got me through some horrendous a bad Sunday word mornings. About the dirty bird. That's um, right now, though, things you can say in Bunnings... And in the bedroom. By the way, for people not in Australia and New Zealand, Bunnings is a massive hardware store. Yeah, hardware store. Which is also a hardware store slash cultural phenomenon. Yeah, it's a... It's a part of our culture. It's the rich tapestry of Australianisms is Bunnings is in the middle. Apparently, Fuck, I sound so old. A lot of young people now will, like, go to the pub on a Sunday with, like, a Bunnings hat. Or a bunny, like it's a bit like oh. cool and hips like up. Oh. But that is hip. It that is, is hip. hip. It is hip. I um I love when you go to Bunnings and like there's people. If I was single, I would go to Bunnings to pick up because there's always like hot dudes with dogs and stuff. <laughs> That's your area. Yeah, and they're in like the plant section. I'm like fucking yeah, nice. Fucking put your manure on me. Whoa, Can no, so- don't do that. No, no, no. Nope. Nope. Can someone please in today's episode thread? Maybe we'll start a list of things that. Tony has mentioned over the years, over the years, over the episodes that she really likes. And so we can create like the perfect man. Oh. Because we've heard tats. We've heard has a dog at a hardware store. Yep. We've heard near the plant section. Yeah. And you don't mind a tattoo, do you? Yeah. Well, yeah, you can't go wrong. And I saw this guy on the TV this morning um, and he was holding like one of those baby Bjorns yeah. and I had a baby in it and he had a man bun and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can see what we're getting down here. We're creating quite yeah. the picture. Um, but here's things you can say at Bunnings and also in the bedroom. Should we cop a sausage before we go shopping or after? <laughs> Also, we did election last week. Can I just say that um, we don't have a sausage at everything in Australia, but it's- hardware store and election are the two main places. You get to the hospital and they're like, would you like a sausage sizzle? <laughs> you're like, my leg is broken. Yeah, you're from Australia. I thought everything just had sausages. Just assumed. I hear you want me to lay some pipe. Goodness. PVC? Copper? <laughs> For a small tool, it can come in my massive box. <laughs> you see the big box and you think, God, it must be huge. How am I going to fill that <laughs> with my small tools? <laughs> you looking for a screw? 
They got a heap of them down there. <laughs> a whole aisle. <laughs> Fuck, the lowest prices really are just the beginning. <laughs> if you find a competitor with a lower price, I will beat them by 10%. <laughs> Did you want to come down my aisle? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which aisle one? 69. <laughs> it's sad that no one outside of Australia or New Zealand will, will get to experience this. <laughs> Can't you travel? <laughs> Are you on a no-fly list? <laughs> it's COVID. It's border restrictions. Oh, sometimes doing it yourself really is better. <laughs> You get exactly what you want. <laughs> I've got the actual opposite of that. Oh, unfortunately, I've had to resort to being a DIY guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell the differences between women and men. Yeah, you're obviously better at doing it than I am. <laughs> I'd rather just do it myself. But I'm like, I have to settle for this. <laughs> this guy. At least you're saving money. <laughs> do we need a wet floor sign? <laughs> So yeah, I we do like for your spit. <laughs> we need to put a tarp down for the moisture that just came out of your face when I said that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, moisture coming into my face, more like. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording in a different studio today and Derek has just lost it in the corner. Our producer scooter, Derek, he's fucking, he's on the floor. Could you uh, come around and mix my paint? <laughs> That's what you call it? Yeah, I just need an off-white. Oh, it's all over the wall. <laughs> oh, and the floor. We'll never get it out of the carpet. <laughs> hey, after I told those stories about going to the sperm bank last week, we agreed that there would be no squirting jizz stories. <laughs> just not in an Uber. You just can't come in an Uber. And that's that's a good line to draw, I feel. Oh, with this tool, looks like we're going to have a big weekend of boring holes. <laughs> hey, my holes aren't boring, mate. <laughs> We're going to buy some lube. Because <laughs> you can use that for... Many things. Yeah, yeah. Do you sell um, PPE? Because I'm going to need protection for this one. <laughs> no seeds will be planted. We're wearing gloves. <laughs> oh, you found me. Must have been using that stud finder. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Do you mind? I just don't think it's really working for me. Do you mind showing me your power tools? I I already did. That's all all we've got. I just need a bit of an extra hand. A bit more go. Excuse me? Yep. You're looking to erect a deck? I'm always trying. Oh, you must know where the concrete is because that is hard as a rock. I don't think I've ever seen your mouth open like that. Mine's constantly like that. <laughs> well, that's, you haven't seen my face look like that because it's usually bumping into the back of your head. This could also be used at a 7-Eleven. No. <laughs> I need to make a quick purchase before I... Cut your boyfriend's grass. <laughs> Are you buying a lawnmower? 
doing some work around the house for you as well. <laughs> we talked about that the other week, the, the helpful hookups. Yeah, I like that. That is a great idea. I think my new toy might need some batteries. <laughs> It'll be better for both of us. Hey, Tony. Yeah? What kind of mood are you in? Because I might get some grip clamps. <laughs> Not quite sure how to feel about that. <laughs> well, there's no way that wood's going to fit my hatchback. <laughs> if, you, if you rub a bit of oil on the wood, it'll slide in a bit easy. <laughs> Did you want me to oil your deck? Was that easier? Yeah. Well, I mean, no one finishes off a deck like you. <laughs> I've always said that. You know that. Yeah, I've <sighs> hey, it's Becca from Sydney, and you're listening to Tony and Ryan. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. A massive thank you to a few of our champion top beyonds on the Patreon. <laughs> Only said that because you had it. Um, Liz Taylor. Oh my God, Elizabeth Taylor. V Elizabeth Taylor. <gasps> Back from the dead. Oh fuck! I hope she didn't hear those Bunnings jokes. <laughs> Dwayne McCarthy, thank you so much. Cheryl Pugh, Kit Lovas, Angelique Paris. Joshua King, Courtney Loves Cox, which is very funny and a very funny... I do appreciate that. Kath and Kim joke. Uh, Coma Chica and Caleb McCracken, thank you so, so much for being part of our Patreon. Um, if you want to join, all the information is in our show notes, but please don't because we have a thousand, million, zillion personalised videos to make. Now, I don't know which town you're listening to this podcast from. Oh, I'm in Melbourne. Uh, I, and I haven't been to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for clarifying both of those things. Um, in Melbourne at the moment, yes. over the last year or so, house prices are through the roof. Oh, and the I'm, fucking COL, cost of living. Cost of living is yeah. crazy. The Interest inflation. rates are going up. And I'm pretty sure it's the same in Sydney, yeah. in Auckland. Um, oh. I believe a lot of the world's major cities, it, it's just one of those trends where everything's getting real expensive. Why? You're a finance guy. Just, just, the, just the economy. There's a fucking economy. There's the economy. Well, it's, I mean... The war has made things more expensive. What I think. it all comes down to is supply and demand. That's and, good. And ultimately, uh, the way that we need to look at this is from a... Um, from a... Strategic perspective. And <laughs> the way... <laughs> that can I go. sounded pretty no, good. No, you sound real good. Um, and ultimately, uh, with the inflation pressures, we just need to um, think about 
supply and demand. <laughs> um, what's your stance on where should we go with monetary policy given the inflationary pressures? Uh, well, I'm actually not here to speak about that today. Um, so I could hand your question off to one of my colleagues, uh, but currently we're just staying on, on topic. Which is? Supply and demand. <laughs> I said supply and demand like 12 times. That's all it is, right? <laughs> That's, well, I mean, you're actually not wrong. Yes. <laughs> um, so a, something that's been happening in Melbourne, and again, wherever you are, this might be the case, but say you see a house and it says online, let's say between 600000 and 700000 You know it's gone for one point nut. <laughs> and then it goes to an auction and it's like, because like, so if it's between six and seven, and you're like, oh, we've got maybe six eighty, we're you know we maybe might be in we're here. in a chance, yeah. And then it goes to auction for one point two, and you're like, what the fuck am I doing here? And there's just no hope for anybody, like people that are hoping to buy a house. Like I think Torbs and I, my partner, we've been mm-hmm. together for eight years, and we're kind of just like we're. I guess we're just happy to rent forever because I guess that's our reality and that's fine because we choose to live in the city. That's yep. what we want to do. But I think have a courtyard be- the, as big as it is. That, you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, I couldn't afford to buy something like that. No way. <laughs> Not that fucking courtyard. No way. None of us could. <laughs> it's like a fucking football field. It really is. Um, <laughs> so, but you kind of develop this language with the real estate agents. You kind of go like. Oh, so you like get them on side. Yeah, but you like, I don't want to waste my time, but they also, it's a waste oh. of their time if they explain this house to me and it turns out I'm nowhere near it. <gasps> so you kind of go like, and here's the line I've been using. Oh. Uh, the people selling the house, what would they be happy with? That sounds very professional. Yeah, because then you get a, oh, if they got 800, they'd be really happy with that. And you go, okay, well, at least we kind of yeah, sort of trying to figure out where we are. Because well, their aim is to get the highest price, mm. but yours is to pay the least. So you don't want to give the game away. Yeah, but say if someone wanted a house and they had $1.2 million to spend and they look online and they go, oh, well, I'm not going to go to the house that's going for 700000 because I can get way better than that. Oh. So they go to the ones that are in their price range, but they're going for one9 And so oh. the whole thing's out. The whole system's out of order. It's the supply and demand. It's the, it's the supply and demand. Yeah, it's the inflation pressures. So this one guy last week. Mm-hmm. Oh. And a lot of real estate agents are nice. They go, hey, it's a wild ride. Things are going for more. Like It's hard to say, but, you know, we're hoping around here and you go, well, yeah. I, I appreciate you trying. Yeah. And some guys are just fuckheads. So one guy, oh. I said, hey, mate, it's going to auction next week. Yeah. What's the ballpark? What do you reckon? Like, am I in the game here? Is yeah. it even worth me coming down? Yeah. And he goes, what's it going to go for? <laughs> well, that's up to you guys. And gave me the oh, little pointer finger what guns. What a flog. What? I would have thrown up on him and walked out. <laughs> Because I'm a professional woman. You're a professional woman. You don't have time to be wasted. That, oh, that just fucks me off. I'm like, I know that you're just trying to be like diplomatic and whatever, but you're actually just acting like a cockhead. If someone finger guns me, oh. I don't like you. I don't know where people are getting off with finger guns. They don't work for you. It's not looking good. You think you're being a hotshot? You look like a fucking idiot. And is it to like break the... Are you trying to be like, whoa, like... So you don't have to give an answer, but it's like, I've done something crazy. I've distracted you. Like, what is it yeah, for? Yeah, that's why I was like, what, yeah, what is your end game here? Because I, I'm just annoyed now. So, In my opinion, they should have taken finger guns away when they did the amnesty. Handguns, <laughs> finger guns, take them all away. <laughs> that's a very Australian joke. No, what, no semi-automatic or automatic weapons in Australia? Yeah. Or handguns. Or, or finger guns. All return to the Take the, the finger government. guns away. The buyback scheme. Yeah, the buyback. <laughs> Take the fucking finger guns with that you. That guy, he's got no hands. What happened? Buyback. Hey, mate, you hold him? <laughs> Just anyone with hands? You're what? like, oh, I don't know about that. Put that back in the holster, yeah. sweetheart. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway. So he goes, oh, you guys should come down to the auction though. It's going to be great. Um, we've got pizza and a DJ. What? <laughs> it's next Thursday night in Coburg. for should those we playing go? home. We go have a party. Well, Free I'm, dinner. But I'm like, are you in the business of selling houses or are you just, <laughs> come down for the pizza and the DJ or whatever? Can you, sorry, sidebar, mm-hmm. can you please promise me mm-hmm. that if you buy a house at auction that has like pizza and a DJ or yeah. whatever and that like you're holding a piece of pepperoni and then you win the house, like they go, sold and you buy and then you go, oh, most expensive pizza pizza I've ever bought. <laughs> You have to promise me. One point two million for a piece of pepperoni. Oh, should have gone to bloody Coles. Domino's would have been cheaper. You have to promise me. Okay. I promise you, I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Continue with your story. <laughs> oh, that was an expensive cup of coffee. So there's a there's a pizza shop across the road. It's on Bell Street in Coburg for those in Melbourne. And the idea of the pizza was that's to, like a fucking cool area yeah. as well. Yeah. So the idea was to kind of like. He's like, yeah, so you get a feel of the, the neighbourhood, like, you know, the pizza shop. And I'm like... Oh, that's quite a good idea. I was, but I was like, mate, you know most places have a local pizza shop. Yeah. Most places in Melbourne and Australia and the world have a pizza shop in their vicinity. Yeah. And I go, hey, Brit, if we move to Coburg, you know what they've got? Pizza. A pizza place. It's like fucking Little Italy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like not that shocking. <laughs> And the most exciting part about moving to a new place is punching in the new address and looking at the Uber Eats. Yeah, checking out the new... Oh, yeah. yeah. And you open it up and you go, oh, look at all these new places. Yeah. There's like, pizza on the list. Uh, yeah. Here's what I was most intrigued by, though. Okay. And the two of us, we are doing a job we love right now. You and I, yeah. yeah. Oh, my um, God. But we have also done jobs that we haven't loved. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes when you're starting out in an industry, you do what you got to do. Totally. Cut your teeth kind of thing. Who's this young DJ doing auctions? <laughs> and, oh. I, and I'm actually like, hey, power to you, mate. You get a paid job, you take it's it. It's a good gig, yep, yeah. One day you'll be doing big clubs and whatever, but for a Thursday night, and I'm guessing you'll probably get a bit of pizza. Um, <laughs> He's like, I'm a vegan, so make sure that you get, you know, an artichoke pizza. Yeah. So you know how you get those... Um... So I thought of this later, and nice. I thought this was the funniest thing ever, but... Uh, the next minute we'll show it's not that funny. <laughs> you know how in a club some DJs will play music and others are like, all right, everyone, what's going on? And yeah. they like, get right into it. Yes, and DJ on the ones and twos yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine that's where this guy wants to get to and he's been booked for an auction. <laughs> he's like, all right, everyone, put your hands in the air. But, but not now because we're bidding. <laughs> Oh, he's like, okay, 123 Fake Street, Coburg. Like, <laughs> Who's ready for an ensuite? <laughs> I rate that and I hope that that's actually what they do. Oh, uh, Mr. Ryan John Dunn, was that a bit of 1.23? No, I was just raising my hands no, to raise I'm the roof. I'm just raising the roof. <laughs> Get a building inspection because I raised the roof. <laughs> Does this roof come this raised all the time or is it just because this guy's dropping Beyonce? Do you come with the house? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I did a poll in the Tony and Ryan Facebook group. Yes. Who are the sleaziest salespeople? Is it A, finger gun DJ hiring real estate agents? Is it car sales? And I was surprised that someone else, Lillian Tabasco, she added her own category. Yeah. And it was a spicy hot category. Nice. 
The people in the middle of shopping centres. Oh. The worst thing about them is that they guilt you. They make you feel really bad. When I was in... By the way, you know they get paid by commission, right? Oh, really? So when you Big get... mistake. So when you get paid, you give a ten dollar donation. Yeah, they get like twenty. They get two dollars. But it's a donation. But like that's like the administrative costs of the charity. Sure. But so it's like they- when you donate online, they're like, "Oh, do you want to cover the costs as well?" So then it's instead of ten dollars, mm. it's ten dollars fifty or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So they get they don't like on an hourly rate, and they're not in inverted commas volunteers. They're salespeople looking for a commission. They don't care about the thing any less than you do. Yeah. Right. So when I lived in Canberra. Um, the sort of main street there, always people, or, and you know, like international students, like trying yeah. to earn some bucks with her. And you know, you see them coming and you're like, don't look at them, don't look at them, yeah. don't make eye contact, don't make eye contact. And this guy's like, hey, mate, how you doing? I was like, oh, good, thanks. And he goes, oh, today we're talking about, um, and I know it's like the cliche th- thing to say, but he was actually, it was actually like um, kids in Africa. Yeah. And I was like, mate. Like World Vision or something. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, mate. I actually have got a meeting. I, I I can't stop and chat. And just tried to like walk through and be polite and just go, oh, all the best, but Thanks. I can't today yeah. yet. <laughs> and you know what he says? As I was already past him. Oh, so you hate African kids, do you? How are you supposed to respond? Like, I know that they're doing a job, but how are you actually supposed to respond to that? Like, what do you do? Like, I'm actually just uncomfortable thinking about that situation. Because I don't want people to think that. But it. Tony, do you hate that? I mean, I know you. How many times have you donated to African kids in the last hour? (laughs) Zero. You do hate them. I've been working. You fucking hate. Yeah, so do you expect me to turn around and go, oh. Yeah, I do. Thanks. Like what do you like? What are you supposed to fucking say to that? I thought that was the rudest thing I ever heard, and I mentioned this on the radio when I was in Canberra, and the phones go crazy yeah. as it did in our Facebook group. People are like it happens all the time. Those people, are, I don't want to. They working for a. Cha- it's like I can't be mean to you because you work for a charity. <laughs> yeah, but it happened. To, so it happened to me last week, and it was for people like, yeah, a charity or something. Mm. And I was walking towards Coles, and I had like my bag in my hand and my phone in my hand as well. Yep. And I'm pretty sure I was texting you like. Don't drag me into your story. No, no, no. no. But, I, but like, I was, I wasn't pretending to like be on the phone. <laughs> yeah, that's a clear. I was, oh. I was actually like on my phone. And this. Hey, girl, Ryan, it's Tony. I'm just texting you, so it looks like I'm texting. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, hello. Is that my mum mom on the phone? <laughs> ah, hello, mum. I don't know. What anyway. an inconvenient time for you to call. I was just about to donate to the African children. Yeah, but now you've got back from the dead. I've got to take it. This story. It's my dead mum on the phone. I've got to take What's it. What's your excuse for not donating? My mum's alive. She's risen from the grave. And I walked past and kind of gave it a bit of a wide birth. birth. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, hey, you look really friendly. Wrong. To me. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, Fake I news. am. Fake and news. And so I don't want to say like, yes. Yeah, th- and I just went, <laughs> I'm on my phone like this. I'm like texting. And I was like, thanks. And kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you are? Thank you. Yeah, I know. I am. <laughs> I'm actually a 10 out of 10 glamour as well. Yeah, I'm a really great person. Thank you so much for noticing. <laughs> I have a great personality. Yeah, I'm a fucking glowing star And then you just put your head down and just kept walking? Yeah, and just kept walking. And then she said something. Like, she obviously, like... Is that Tony Lott? No, 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 not like that. Could but, you imagine? But 
like yeah. If they knew, if they said a utility lodge, they would have got ten million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I would have been my like, house, tap my car, tap the, have the courtyard. Yeah, have <laughs> my front green water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad someone added that to the poll. Yeah, because, great. Like, great work to I wouldn't have even thought about it, but yeah, they're the worst. All right, things we love to see to finish off an episode. Um, this couple in Tennessee, right? Yeah, they've got three dogs. Oh, and them. it's not uncommon for the dog sometime to sleep in the bed. Oh. However, last week they woke up cuddling one of the dogs and then when they flicked the light on, they realised it wasn't one of their dogs. What? Yeah, it was just some other dog. Now, have a look at this guy. Have a look at this picture. Yeah, just a cute little dog snuggled up in bed. Turns out he was lost. And his owners would normally cuddle him at night and he was lonely and uncuddled and he needed a friend. How did he get into that house? I don't know. Well, maybe, I don't know, at our house sometimes you kind of leave the door ajar in case the dog needs to wander out. Well, maybe they had like a doggy door or something. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So the dog just wandered in going, oh, this looks pretty friendly. Just cuddled up and, you know, someone throws an arm around him. I mean, who would leave that situation? Oh, yeah, you're fucking getting right in. So they posted the photo on Facebook, like in one of those like neighbourhood, like, hey. Oh, is this someone's dog? Um, yeah. See this dog here in my bed, who even when they were shocked and jumped up, he's just sitting there posing for a photo. <laughs> and then the owners found him and said, oh, yeah, he's just a, a very needy dog. He needs a lot of love and thanks for taking care of him for the night. Oh, my God. And, but they found the owner. Yeah, they found the owner. And look, oh. at, look at that guy. Oh, I mean, would you love you, to see Would that. you kick him out of your bed? Um, I wouldn't kick any dogs out of my bed. I love snuggling a pup. Well, fellas. <laughs> if you've got your dog at Bunnings, let me know. <laughs> um, my love to see it is this tweet from Bucko the Buckaroo. Oh, real and, name? Yeah, yeah, Christian name. Uh, and the photo, the photo is like from the bottom and it's like an old looking guy, yeah. like old rough ass looking yeah. dude. And the tweet is, sometimes I put sugar in my asshole so ants will cry up in there, crawl up in there and bite the itchy part. <laughs> and then it's got like all these likes. And then he's replied to it and said, how do you delete a tweet? <laughs> I didn't expect this to blow up and everyone to be looking at me. And then he said, how do you delete it? <laughs> Learning on the fly. You love to see that. You just, click, you just click that retweet yourself button. Yeah. And don't Share it again. <laughs> All right. Tomorrow on the show, Normal or Nah is back. And... Um, and last week you talked about the hierarchy of communication and a few people have come back and shared their thoughts on the hierarchy of communication. So really? Chatting about Are that. they for or against my theory? Um, you've disproven yourself, actually, and oh. I need to talk to you about it. <laughs> it's not, Am I someone who would say one thing and do the other? Don't fucking look at me like that. Fuck you, you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck <laughs> you. See you tomorrow. Love you, bye.